Hi friends, it's me, Ava, and it's been a little while since my last episode, um, and this morning as I was getting my coffee, I was actually listening to a podcast, to be precise, it was the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, which I really like, and they were interviewing an author, I forget his name, but... He pretty much said that 90% of people who start a podcast quit after the third episode. And then another 90% of the ones that continue quit just because, just before they could be having a breakthrough. And I kind of felt a bit caught because I haven't uploaded an episode in, I don't know, 10 days, maybe two weeks. And I was like, I'm not a quitter. I don't want to quit. <laughs> so here I am. The reason why I've been putting it off is because I feel like I don't have anything on the top of my mind that I specifically want to talk about, like a topic or anything else. And I am back at work. Lockdown here in Sydney has ended and I have a couple casual jobs in hospitality. But because... Everywhere is very understaffed at the moment. Um, I'm actually working six days a week. So it's been interesting getting back to work and seeing so many people, talking to so many people. I feel pretty drained. And in my free time, I normally just rest and tidy my apartment, relax, sleep, eat, maybe go for brunch or go for dinner with someone. Or just watch Netflix because I'm exhausted. <laughs> Seriously, I'm exhausted. I've been waking up tired pretty much every day, even though I'm sleeping enough. I think my body is just not used to, um, yeah, doing so much anymore. And especially working in restaurants, running around all night. Um, and also the social aspect of it, just talking all night, all day to customers, uh, it's exhausting. Um, so that's me. And um, yeah, I kind of wanted to keep myself accountable with this and come on anyways, even though, yeah, like I said, there's no specific topic that I um, want to talk about. So we'll just see where this episode goes, I guess. Um, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed starting this podcast and I really want to continue. And I think the most important thing with anything in life is to show up and to not, not quit <laughs> at the first sign of discomfort or it not coming easily. So here I am. So the last few weeks, what's been happening? Um, I got my second vaccination. I had AstraZeneca. I know this is a bit of a controversial topic, but I decided to get it and I did get some side effects, but it was pretty okay. Um, I felt sick and tired for the, the night after getting it and I had pretty much the same side effects both times. Um, I felt a bit feverish, cold some muscle aches or just body aches in general and then the next day I started slowly feeling better and I actually feel like it almost gave my immune system a boost because 
yeah, I just felt a lot better the days afterwards. So no long-term side effects or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I just quickly wanted to share that, um, but to each their own. And then, yeah, I went back to work, um, which has been nice, but also overwhelming. Um, and I know I shared in a previous episode a bit about my anxiety and panic attack that I had. And yeah, I kind of, I don't know, I just had this thought where I was like, I'm just going to go and see my GP and just like ask um what I can what else I can do because over the last years I feel like I've pretty much tried everything and to be honest nothing ever had a long lasting effect um I yeah I've been doing therapy for over a decade I'm not currently in therapy uh, for financial reasons here in Australia because I would have to pay it up front and it's a couple hundred dollars every week so I couldn't afford that um, which is why I'm not currently in therapy which is a shame because I'm such a big supporter of it um, I have taken CBD in the past which I did find to be helpful but again it just didn't have a longer lasting effect um, yoga and meditation helps me a lot too but like all of these things are something that I would have to do all the time for them to make me feel good on a day-to-day -day basis and everyone and every type of anxiety is different but for me a lot of times the symptoms are physical and they are not really related to anything in particular it's just that in general I'm very jumpy I get nervous and flustered easily I get anxious easily and it can literally just be going to the city being in a crowd it can be going to work someone looking at me in a weird way or I'm feeling stressed because the restaurant's really busy or loud noises people raising their voice even if they're not shouting even if it's not even directed at me it's still makes me anxious and it's just so debilitating because it can it can be something very small that just tips me over the edge and then I feel this low-key anxiety all day and it's like I can't I can't function properly I can't breathe properly and the last few weeks or months even I I feel like I've been waking up with it every day so just even now that I'm recording this I feel it a little bit just a tightness in my chest like some agitation and just a constant state of not really feeling very calm and um, during lockdown I had trouble falling asleep as well I just had this severe anxiety um, in the evening and it was a I changed rooms I sorry let me start again <laughs> I've changed rooms since then, but the room that I was in um, was out to the street and my window was very low and I have had an apartment broken into in the past. So I think I just was feeling very unsafe, like someone might come to my window or someone might try to break in. And so, I don't know, I just, I was hearing things during the night, maybe from my neighbors, maybe from the street. 
and I just so many times woke up in complete panic with a racing heart couldn't breathe and yeah it was just exhausting um now I've changed rooms and I'm sleeping much better but anyways fast forward to the other week I went to my GP she's so lovely and I feel like she has a very holistic approach um and I was talking about my symptoms and I spoke about my past um and sort of yeah what brought me to the point where I got so anxious and that's definitely related to my childhood and I grew up with a father who had pretty severe mental illness and was very unpredictable so it was a very threatening scary um, domestic situation that I lived in for years pretty much and a lot of other things happened too which I might share about at some point in the future (laughs) not today though I feel like I'm rambling but anyways um, yeah so I told her a few things and I also told her that I'm gonna be leaving the country soon and there's just a lot of uncertainty and she suggested um, a certain medication which I've always been kind of against uh, because I was like, ah, it's fine, like I don't need medication, I can do it without, um, and I always pushed through for all these years, I just always was like, no, no, it's fine, I'll sort it out, it's fine, because it never really got that bad, but I feel like it's bad enough if it's something that you struggle with pretty much every single day, and it doesn't take much to get you to the point where you literally can't function, and so after speaking to her, she gave me a prescription and I didn't take it for a few days because I just had so much resistance like I said I never wanted to go on medication I always thought that was something bad and it was a sign of weakness and I should be stronger than that and I should be able to manage it on my own and eventually I just cracked and I was like Eva you've been through so much I've also lost my dad. He passed away years ago. And uh, I I don't want to get into it now, but I've been through quite a bit and it clearly has taken a toll on my mental health. And that doesn't make me a failure. It doesn't make me weak. It doesn't make me anything. It just is an, an issue like any other physical issue. And... My doctor said that I have a chemical imbalance in my brain, which is something that I've actually been thinking about the last few months, uh, because sometimes I would also wake up and just feel so low to the point where there's nothing that makes me sad in particular. I just feel so physically empty and so low. And then I have other moments where I feel really happy but it's nothing like nothing ever lasts and sorry my window's open if you can hear the traffic that's why yeah so I was having these moments where I just felt almost a victim to my physical symptoms and my kind of depression and anxiety and it was annoying because I thought like I'm doing everything right, I'm exercising, I'm getting outside, I'm eating healthy, my life is good, I'm safe, I'm so good, I have my own place and I just feel like I'm not okay. And the way she explained it was just that if you've been through a lot and you've suffered from 
trauma or PTSD, the brain takes time to regenerate itself and to come back into balance. And sometimes it needs support. Sometimes it can't do that by itself. And the chemical imbalance will stay even after the trauma. And a lot of times during a traumatic experience or during a difficult period, we just function. And then as soon as the situation normalizes, that's when all the symptoms and that's when all the pain and all the emotions kind of come tumbling down on us um, is actually when we get better or when our circumstances get better. That's when we suddenly become depressed and anxious and panicky. And I feel like that's exactly what happened because during lockdown, nothing was really wrong, but I feel like I was kind of going through everything that I hadn't processed prior. And I had so many memories come up, so many emotions and feelings. And yeah, I was just going through the feels. (laughs) But yeah, especially after coming out of lockdown, I just had so many physical symptoms that I just, whenever I got to that point where it was so physical, I didn't know how to manage it anymore. I wasn't able to sit down and meditate. I wasn't able to do yoga. It didn't help. It did get better, but it would take like a good day or two um, to get better. It wasn't like a simple walk or, or something like that would make it better. And so I told my doctor all of that. She gave me the prescription and eventually I did start taking it. And I will say the first few days I was pretty tired and I was also just hyper aware of what it was doing to me and how it was making me feel but now it's been just over a week and I feel so much better I feel so much better and I feel completely like myself I still have all my emotions all my thoughts I still feel anxiety but the physical symptoms are so much less present so like something will make me anxious and I can still look at it and and react rationally rather than get into this state of debilitating anxiety where I can't think straight anymore so it's like now that my mind is more calm I'm able to be the observer and I'm able to actually take action and do something about it and even at work I don't get crazy overwhelmed anymore to the point where I just want to run like the first weekend back at work there was multiple times where I literally physically felt like I just needed to run like I just needed to get out immediately like this panic and this just stress and anxiety and how the medication makes me feel is just centered and calm So I'm still responding and I'm still feeling and I'm still thinking and I'm still me, but I'm just a little bit more grounded and steady. And honestly, that feels really, 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 really good. And I just, I was like, is this how people feel? Is this how other people feel just naturally? Like, that's amazing. And I just, every day, with every day that went by, I thought, how did I, why did I wait 
all these years, why was I suffering all these years when there was something that could have helped me? Why did I feel like I had to push through everything even though clearly I couldn't and I was struggling and I needed help and I just felt so much shame and judgment and frankly I was also very misinformed about these drugs. I guess they're not all created equal and some of them can make you really drowsy and maybe even feel numb but the one that I'm getting particularly doesn't do that at all it just makes me feel calm and it makes me feel like I can actually manage my life and I can get on top of things and I can I can function and I can do the things that are good for me I can sit down and meditate I can go on a walk and just be present and my happiness is more longer lasting and I sleep better like the benefits are endless and of course I don't want to be taking this forever and I won't I'm gonna have another checkup with my doctor and we're gonna discuss further um and I'm not telling anyone to do this I'm just saying you should know your options and you should be really honest with yourself because I was, but I wasn't. I just always told myself to push through it no matter what. And I don't think that's a very healthy approach, especially given how much better I'm feeling now. And after my research and speaking to a professional, I know that this medication that I'm taking is not habit forming. It doesn't make you addicted. It doesn't change you. And it also has a long-lasting effect on the brain. So even after you come off it, your chemicals, the chemicals in your brain are going to be more balanced than they were when you start taking it. So it's not like you stop and everything is back to square one. So that gives me hope. And again, I don't want to be taking this forever. Of course not. But... If this is a physical chemical imbalance, then I'm not going to be able to fix that with going for walks and meditating. Like, I feel like I feel like all of these things were good, but like I said, nothing was longer lasting. And so my hope is that this will be and it definitely isn't easy to share. And I feel like a lot of people are very misinformed and there's a lot of shame and stigma around mental health in general which is why I try to speak about it as openly as possible. But I I do still f- have a lot of fear of being judged. And yeah, I don't know, people seeing me in a different light because I'm taking medication now or whatever, because I was doing that and it was wrong. And I was just doing it because I was projecting my own fear onto other people and my own prejudice about medication I was projecting it on others and I was like no don't take medication you have to face your issues I'm telling you I face everything I and if you know me you know this is true I've done so much therapy I've done all these different things like I write and I talk and I process things um I mean, I I journal about them, I share them. It has never been an issue for me to face my demons and my past. But this is just a physical 
remainder of this time that I felt like I couldn't get rid of by talking about it and writing about it and going to therapy or doing other things because I've been doing that for a decade and it never got rid of it completely so I'm on this journey now and it's different and I don't take it lightly at all I'm very very aware and I'm very careful with it as well um, I'm not really drinking at the moment because that's not something that you should be doing and I did a lot of research and I really weighed up my options and I, I voiced my concerns with my doctor and here I am and it was the right choice for me during this time um, and we'll see how it goes maybe it's going to be a few months maybe it's going to be a year um, maybe it's going to be less than that we'll just see how I go but at the moment I'm feeling really 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 good I feel completely like myself I feel like a better version of myself I can focus better I'm more productive I'm I rest better and just overall I feel so much better okay so that was that now I did a little clap because we're wrapping up this topic um what else well, I'm going to be leaving the country in four weeks, which freaks me the fuck out because I've been living here for years and I haven't been home in two years ever since the pandemic. I mean, I haven't been home since before the pandemic, which is so nuts because I feel like I've changed so much. The world has changed immensely. My mom, my friends, every single person has changed through this time. And it feels like I'm coming home, but I don't know what I'm coming back to because everything will be different and everyone will be different, which is also kind of exciting. But fuck, we live in a weird time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been making me feel all sorts of things. Um, on one hand, I am excited to go. I'm really happy to see my family, my friends, and to reconnect to my home. But it just, it feels surreal. It just is a completely different world. I mean, I live in Sydney now, and I come from a tiny, tiny village in the mountains in Bavaria, Germany, right at the Austrian border. And it's a trip. <laughs> like it actually feels trippy coming home every time because it's just like it couldn't be more different than it is here and my life couldn't be more different than it is here. And at the moment I I've only booked a one way ticket because the yeah, the borders are still kind of shut or if they open, it's going to be for permanent residents and Australians first, which I'm not. I'm a temporary resident. So when I booked my flights, I didn't know when and if I was going to come back. But that is also fucking terrifying because this is my life. I have everything here um, and everyone. Um... And it's hard to think about packing it all up and leaving it behind. I don't really, I feel like I'm not really ready for it. But I also don't know if I 
see myself coming back here. Oh gosh, yeah. I've been thinking, thinking through it pretty much every day. Um, and I think what I'm going to do is just give myself time and give myself a really good shot at um, going home. <laughs> and yeah, give myself a few months to just relax, have a holiday, see friends and family, continue this podcast so you're gonna know what's going on because I'll be probably sharing it um then it's gonna be Christmas and the holidays and it's gonna be the new year and I want to kind of yeah I want to be moving on in February so we'll see maybe by that point the borders will be open and I will be able to come back if that feels right maybe something else is going to present itself we will see. Um, and I think my job now is to just be okay with that uncertainty. And I hate it. I mean, we all do. Who likes uncertainty? I don't. And money is a big factor as well. I feel really inflexible because I don't have the funds required to be flexible, which is something I'm working on. Um, but I can't keep working in hospitality if I want to be saving more money. So I'm thinking about that too and what to do for work and how to pursue my dreams and all the things and it's really loud out there there's a dog barking and there's a woman talking on the phone sorry I left my window open because it was warm in here but I should probably close it <laughs> okay anyway Yes, I was talking about work and finances. Oh, yeah. Um, lots of things to think about. Lots of things I want to manifest and bring into my life. And my life is already really, really good. But there's just so much more that I want. And at the moment, I'm feeling this. I'm, I feel like I'm running out of time. And it's my least favorite feeling in the world. With every week that goes by, I feel like I get more stressed because I'm leaving soon and I have so much to organize and pack and send home or maybe I'm going to leave something here, I don't know. And at the same time, I'm working so much, I can't even think about it. It's all going to be okay. It's going to work itself out. It's going to be fine. Uh, it's really nice to be home and to reconnect to home and it's okay to pause I think what's stressing me out is that everyone asks me what I'm gonna do if I'm gonna come back why am I leaving what's my plan when I go home and like that's normal people want to know and I'd be asking the same questions but at the same time it stresses me out because I feel like I don't have an adequate answer but that's okay I don't need to explain or justify myself in front of anyone other than myself and my plan is to just go home and have a holiday and relax and then in a few months time I'm gonna decide if I'm gonna come back here or not and I will find the money and it's gonna be okay <laughs> and maybe I'll be living somewhere completely different who knows the world is unpredictable and it's a beautiful and crazy place so keep an open mind one thing that I can say about my life is it never gets boring. 
and I wouldn't have it any other way. But it definitely does make me anxious at times and it makes me makes me nervous and yeah just having to face this uncertainty and make these massive decisions on my own um but I'm sure one day I won't have to make them on my own anymore and I'll have a partner and we'll be living this life together but for now I believe that this is where I'm supposed to be and I'm supposed to be in this situation independently as an individual and it's all good um what else do i have to share uh some things that i've been doing to keep myself grounded and to look after my mental health are having a bit of a morning routine so every morning i get up i wash my face i brush my teeth and then i get dressed and i head out to get a coffee first thing oh and i also of course drink a lot of water before my coffee and with my coffee <laughs> and like now it's 12:30 and i got i got my coffee i think at maybe 11 and i'm still having it so I really drink my coffee so slowly because caffeine is something that can give me a lot of anxiety too. So I'm just taking it easy. But I do think it's nice to get outside first thing in the morning, get a little walk in, get a coffee or whatever. That's been really good. And it kind of gives me a purpose, you know, gets me going, gets me energized. And yeah, I do that. I have some fruit or a smoothie today I made a smoothie and I put in a banana a mango some spinach some greens powder coconut water and ice and it was divine it's my favorite smoothie you could even add some avocado which is really nice for some healthy fats and it gives the smoothie like a really nice um, creamy texture so that's my morning and then I take my medication and then I eat something um usually avocado toast sometimes I make a side of kale or I make like a bigger brunch with tofu or eggs or whatever I feel like um I don't really eat a whole lot of eggs or animal products in general but sometimes I do and then I get ready and I go to work and when I don't work I go on walks I really like to go on long walks um, it's something that I did a lot during lockdown of course as probably everyone um, but I'm trying to still do it now and I really feel like going for a walk today actually so I'm gonna have a shower after this and go for a walk through the park because it really grounds me and it's good to breathe it's so important to just be present and breathe consciously I honestly feel like most of us forget that we have lungs and how deeply we can breathe because when we're stressed we tend to breathe more shallow and that can lead to physical anxiety as well um maybe a couple of things that I like to do in the evenings to wind down so when I come home from work which is between these days between like 11 and 1 um, which is pretty late but yeah we're understaffed so been working a lot 
I come home, I make myself a calm tea and I take a shower. And I don't necessarily need to because I always shower in the morning um, and I don't have a dirty job or anything like that. So I'm not like dirty, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Um, I started having a shower every night before bed because I find that it gives my body time to wind down and it helps me sleep. So, and I use like the Dr. Bronner um, lavender soap as well, which smells nice. So I'm having my calm tea, I'm taking my shower with my lavender soap and then I brush my teeth and I do my skincare. I've been stepping up my skincare game because I feel like I'm approaching my 30s slowly, but I am. I mean, I'm 26, but I don't know. This year, I suddenly feel like I'm aging. Maybe it's all the stress and the pandemic and all this bullshit, but yeah, I have gotten uh, some anti-aging skincare products. I mainly use the the ordinary, um, but before that, I take off my makeup with like um, a natural... Um, what's it called makeup remover wipe um, and then I use a cleanser that has salicylic and glycolic acid um, and then after that I have three serums from The Ordinary one is for fine lines I forgot the name um, I can put it down below I don't know if anyone cares about anything that I'm sharing right now but I personally really like to listen to people's routines and what other people do. So maybe that's weird. Maybe this will be helpful for someone. So anyways, I just recently got this serum that's anti-aging. So I put that on my forehead because I have a lot of lines on my forehead, with it, which is um, definitely something that runs in my family. We all have very strong facial expressions. So I use that. Then I use hyaluronic acid and then niacinamide, which is um, great for blemishes and to even out the skin tone. And then I use a glow moisturizer by Sukin Organics, um, which is an Australian skincare brand that I love. And I add a few drops of argan oil um, or rosehip oil into the moisturizer and I lather that on. And then I use my eye cream, which is also from The Ordinary. It's the caffeine solution. I love The Ordinary. It's the best company ever. And it's affordable. It's not too expensive, which is great. Um, so I've done all my skincare, brushed my teeth, had my shower, finishing my tea. And then I try to just go to sleep. Um, I definitely had a period not long ago where I was watching Netflix before bed. And it was ruining my sleep, so I try not to do that. These days, I watch Netflix on my phone, on the bus, or in between, like, going to work or whatever. But it's not good to be on devices right before bed, so I try not to do that. So yeah, that's the night nighttime routine. <laughs> I'm trying to get back into reading, um, so that's something that you could do before bed. Uh, I got my hair done the other day and it took like three and a half hours so I read almost an entire book. It's a small book but I was reading a lot while I was at the hairdresser but I still have so many books that I kind of wanted to read before I go back home but didn't manage to do that but that's okay. I might send them home or we'll figure it out. 
I don't know what I'm going to do with all my stuff. Um, if I should leave it here or if I should send it home. Um, lots of things to think about. But yeah, that's kind of it, maybe. Oh, and something that I always pay attention to and that is always on top of my priorities is my diet. I never eat shit. I don't eat fast food. And that's just something that keeps me keeps me sane and keeps me healthy. So I already told you what I'm having for breakfast slash brunch. Um, and... And then I normally have like maybe one small meal and then I have dinner at work. We get star food, which I usually get like rice and vegetables. Um, sometimes they make a few extra bits depending on what's available. And I also work in a vegan restaurant where they have really amazing food. So they always make something different there, which is nice um, that we get food. So my dinner is pretty much sorted at work and lunch. Um, I've been making stuff that's really quick. I'm trying to think. Like today, I think I'm going to make buckwheat, tofu, kale and zucchini. Maybe some tomatoes, seasoning, stuff like that. I eat very much plant-based, but I also get food out a lot. Um, I get poke bowls a lot, but I don't eat the sashimi. I don't like raw fish, so I normally get it with tofu or something else. So yeah, I try to always have some greens in my meals and I eat plant-based. Like I mentioned before, I'm not drinking at the moment, so I feel like at least my health is in check, which is something that definitely assists in mental health management as well as physical health. So yeah, um... I'd like to get back into journaling a little bit more. During lockdown, I was sitting down every morning um, and I at least journaled a little bit or I made a rough plan on what my day was going to look like. I'm not doing that currently, but looking to get back into it. Just need to create some space in my day for it. And I feel like because I now go and get a coffee first thing in the morning, my body and my mind is so active, I find it hard to then sit down and journal. Um, and something that I've also been really, really missing, and it shows, is my yoga practice. I can't remember the last time I did yoga. It must be like three or four weeks ago, which is a really long time for me. And uh, yoga is just so amazing, and I don't know why I don't do it more often. I think it's for the same reason as journaling. My mind is just so active and so is my body like I feel like I need to really move and I find it hard to slow down and like roll out my mat and start doing yoga but it's so beneficial for me so I'm gonna do my very best to do a bit of yoga and I'm actually gonna do that before work today because it really really helps me and if you've never tried yoga I highly recommend it I live by it I love it I did a yoga teacher training and I actually want to do another yoga teacher training. That's something that I might do next year, but we'll see. All right, friends, it's been 40 minutes of me talking. I feel like a podcast was really the perfect thing for me to do because I find talking so therapeutic and just sharing things. And I really hope that you enjoy listening. And I'm going to link my Instagram below if you want to 
connect, chat to me. Um, if you are someone that I don't know personally, <laughs> I'd love to connect. So thank you so much for listening to me ramble and I hope you have a beautiful weekend, a beautiful day and I'll catch you next time. Bye.